Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Coming back to listen to all our uh, our ramblings. Hey, look who's in the lead in the pick'em. <gasps> Is it John Coxon? It's John Cocktoasting. Hilarious. I don't know how the hell I got that fucking lucky. But we all picked wrong on a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Last week was a travesty. <laughs> it was a travesty of justice, God damn it! Uh, first, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I mean, the whole day was ruined within three minutes of that Florida game. <laughs> Fucking terrible. <sighs> I've seen some bad games before, but God damn, and not good, huh? <laughs> that, have a losing streak to Kentucky? To Kentucky! <laughs> Not Kentucky, goddammit. I was ready out to go. Out of nowhere. I was juiced up for the game. I'm like, yeah, these motherfuckers, they're going to come out. They're going to be hyped. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to whoop that ass. And it was the exact opposite. Uh, the exact opposite. He curled up in the corner, fucking fetal position, sucking your thumb. Nah, I don't do that, man. Like, I will sit there and I will take the punishment. I don't know. <laughs> there was some, uh, there was a couple of decent highlights from that game. Well, open it up, Taylor. What happened with Florida? Well, they came out flatter than Taylor Swift's ass. Ooh. That's pretty. That's pretty flat. That's bad. It's just, I, I know they can't cover nothing on the outside. I don't know how, if it, anything at a minimum, you can't set an edge. Almost never. Well, here's the deal. So they did fine the first, the defense was fine the first four games of the year. I mean, the Utah game, you could chalk that up to really penalties and the first play of the game. But other than that, like the defense has been good. Now, this past weekend, they reverted back to last year's defense. And I will say this, uh, after last weekend, if you know anything about Florida's fan base, they were calling for blood. So, uh, it was it was rough. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, just, uh, I went back and I watched the... Uh, there's a couple guys who do film breakdown and I watched it. You could just, you could just see, man. I mean, guys were, you know, running up, closing their eyes, pissing down their leg and, and just not playing football. Like they were scared. I, I'm, like, you cannot play. First of all, you cannot play high major college football and be scared to hit. No, especially so in the what SEC. about Kentucky would make them react that way. Was it Kentucky know, or was it just that week? I, they just had an off week. Well, the game was at noon. I just think they just didn't care to be there. And it's kind of some of that. I think it's just, I, I don't know. There was no energy, man. And just, it was terrible. It was just, just terrible all around. Yeah. I, I didn't know what to expect from Kentucky. I mean, their strength of schedule leading into the Florida game was kind of soft. And, we really didn't know what kind of team they had till the Florida game, and I don't really know don't the you, way Florida played. I don't think you do now because Kentucky really didn't have to do anything to beat us. 
Yeah. Just ran the ball. Ran the ball for 300 yards. Yeah. Hey, That's brutal. Their running game was there. I mean, the quarterback, he's not good. He had 20 passes, completed nine of them. He almost threw a pick six that our uh, five-star cornerback couldn't seem to catch. So It was just a bad day. It's an off day. Yeah, it's a bad day at the office, man. But yeah. the problem is, the problem with Florida and – this is this goes back not just to last year, but the year before that. There's too many bad days at the office. True. So something, well, it, something at some point has got to give. What do you think that's going to be? I don't know. Do you think the coaching staff makes it to the bowl game? I well, I tell you right now, if, if they don't win another game, probably not. But I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to really know because you know I don't. I'm not on the inside, so I don't know what this guy's being told and how much time he was told he would have and and all that stuff. His buyout's thirty million dollars this year, uh, so I just don't see Florida paying that. You're recruiting really well. You got a top five class in the country right now. Of course, you still got to get those kids to sign. I don't think Florida. I think Florida has an opportunity. We should not lose the Vanderbilt game, but there's no telling. We should also beat South Carolina, but again, there's no telling. Uh, Georgia's beatable. We have the talent to do it, but who's going to show up for that game? And which Georgia team is going to show up? Because Georgia gets up for that game. Yes. Yeah. Every game left on our schedule, I think, is winnable. However, it just all depends on who shows up. If the team that showed up for the Tennessee game shows up for the rest of the season, then you got a shot at going eight and four, seven and five. That's just, you know, that's how I feel about it. But again, they got to show up. On another disappointing note, Utah, as much as they've had injury issues, they dropped one to Oregon State that really ran flat in the prior game. Did anyone catch the uh, synopsis of that? I think yeah, Andrew, I saw Andrew, the. Uh... I think injuries caught up to him. Finally. Yeah. Just, there was a lot of good passes. Their quarterback, I know you guys don't, I think you said you don't like their quarterback, but he did well. He had some uh, good passes. Oregon State? Yeah. Yeah, DJ, DJ Yuga Ungale, he's a... Transfer from... Tra- transfer from Clemson. He's He's not a bad quarterback. I just think he was in a bad system for his skill set. Um, so maybe I'm talking about Oregon. Oregon has Bo Nix, the Auburn yeah. transfer. I don't have an issue with Bo Nix. I just he, think he's I been think a little he's bit of everywhere though, ain't he? Well, he's 37 years old, right? Uh, he was at Auburn. He started as a true freshman at Auburn. He played four years there, uh, graduated, went to Oregon state. Of course he got the COVID year. That's why he's playing this year. So he's a six-year senior. Okay, so he's on his third team. Second. second. Just his second team. For some reason, I'm thinking he's on the third or fourth team. I, I am. No, mistaken. you're thinking of you're thinking of JT Daniels. Daniels, I'm sorry. Daniels started at USC, went to Georgia, then to West Virginia. Now he's at Rice. I will say while we're just talking about quarterbacks here, this Pence Penix Jr. at Washington. 
is a beast as a quarterback. I think he's the number one quarterback in NCAA football right now. If they don't fit his name in the Heisman conversation, he got robbed. If this continues. Uh, I think he's at the top of the list. I haven't seen the list. I ain't really heard the, the conversations on, on the Heisman, but I mean, he's a left-handed passer too. I, I don't recall a left-handed passer slinging the ball accurately so, downfield as this guy. You said Washington State? Washington Huskies. He's good. I mean, his uh, rating's 196 in five yeah. games. So the the Vegas Heisman odds right now are um, Caleb Williams at plus 170 and then Michael Penix Jr. at plus 400, Knicks, uh, Quinn Ogers, Jordan Travis. Those are your top five. Again, I think a lot of these kids, uh, I don't know exactly. He came from Indiana, so I don't know exactly what the situation was there. But a lot of these kids will transfer. Some of them transfer because, like Caleb Williams, he went with the coach and probably some money. Okay. Uh, Penix, maybe he made some money going to Washington. Who knows? I don't know. But system and fit is a is a huge thing for quarterbacks. Very much so. And I, that's what I liked about Todd Munkin at Georgia. He could tailor the offense to who was behind the center. And I yeah. think he did it very well. He did a great job at tailoring the offense to what he had on the field. Yeah, I don't think Bobo's very good at that. I think he's just trying to run the offense that Munkin had. I don't know. Because his philosophy... He, he, Bobo has a completely different philosophy from Munkin when it comes to offense anyways. He was always a run-first guy. Yes, traditional Georgia football. Yeah. And we're not smash-mouth football as we've been in the past. It just doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work. If you can't pass the ball, teams are going to put eight in the box, which is what Kentucky did to us. So, Smitty, they're gonna. She's giving you two fingers, Smitty. I'm not even. Hang on. <laughs> I didn't even have the screen up. I, I was looking at the. I was trying to look up uh, college shit. Sorry. Okay. I'm sitting over here. I can feel the air from the hands behind me. <laughs> and I looked up, and there's two fingers going. <laughs> But if all you do is run the ball with, and if you're running just power football nowadays, teams are going to put eight, nine in the box. Yeah. That's what happens to, uh, I think, uh, Iowa a lot. Iowa's always been a, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust. Mm -hmm. And so teams just, they expect that when you're predictable. I mean, if you, unless you can run it and manhandle teams and nobody's really doing that anymore. That was why yeah. uh, a lot of you, you saw over like the, probably the last ten years the SEC has changed a lot. You know, defensive have changed a lot. Linebackers have changed a lot. You don't have a whole lot of middle linebackers that are two hundred and sixty pounds, you know, just gap gap stuffers like two twenty five, two thirty five in their sideline to sideline. Yeah, there you got to be quick feet. Yeah, quick feet. Um, I tell you what, that I lets you. Jake, 
I saw Jaden Daniels get blown up on that one play. Oh my god, where the he fucking got popped and dropped the ball. Yeah, God, dude. He, I didn't see that kid coming either. I was watching that play. I was like, oh shit, he's gonna break it down the sideline because he was breaking that tackle when he got hit. And uh, I thought he was gonna get loose, and then that kid came out of from out of the camera view and lit him up. I was like, holy shit. I'm really then, surprised they didn't throw a flag. I mean, it looked it looked like well, a he clean hit him. Hit. He kind of hit him like this. He went straight into him and like it looked like he hit him hands first. You know what I mean? Mm. But either way, yeah, ball came loose. But Ole Miss yeah. pulled it out in the end. I do want to talk about something. What's that? Duke should have won that game. Duke, Duke played Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Duke Dame, is, I thought, looked pretty good, though. Duke is the best team in the ACC. Think so? I think so. That was a very low-scoring game, too. Yeah, two really good defenses. Um, unfortunately, Duke, I think, lost their starting quarterback for the season. So that kind of negates my previous statement. But they had uh, some good runs, didn't they? They had a couple of good runs in that game. Yeah, but they should have won. They should have won. 30 seconds left, you let Notre Dame. I mean, these guys are probably tired. But uh, you think the quarterback goes, it's like fourth and 15. And they just, so Duke's defense is playing uh prevent. Like we, like we've talked about in the past, Jason. Yeah. And so they just uh, back out, right? As soon as the ball snapped, they're backing out. But instead of staying in front of the, first down marker they back out past it stay with the receivers they didn't keep anybody down low so sam hartman just takes off running yeah gets fourth and 15 a couple of times yeah yeah and then the qb picks up a fourth and 15 yeah yeah that's unacceptable well that play that what he's talking about that was 10 plays 95 yards and 31 seconds or with 31 seconds left they scored yeah. Two minutes, two minute, four second drive, 95 yards. <laughs> yeah, the last play was like a 30 yard run for yeah. a touchdown. Wow. And I hate, I, I hate when coaches go out there and say, oh, well, you know, the running back really should have went down at the one yard line. Huh? Nah. No. 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 You're scoring. I understand yeah. the comment, but no, you're there you to put, win it. Put it on your defense to go out there and get a stop. There's, like, Thank come on. Thank you. Thank they you. They had a couple of, uh, so Hartman went 15 for 30 for 222 yards for Notre Dame. And Leonard went 12 for 27 for 134 yards, one TD and one interception. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what they do. I think he's done for the season. I'm not sure what the injury was, but, uh, Sam Hartman, I will say this. He's a, he's a class act. He, uh, he waited on the field. Because the kid from the Duke, the Duke quarterback was in the medical tent. So after the oh, game, really? yeah, he waited for him to come out, you know, to, you know, just say a good game, you know, whatever. That was nice to see. So let me pose this question. Did anyone expect in this part of the season, LSU would be three and two looking at five and oh, Missouri? No, I did it. I, I honestly, we talked about this. Um, I was expecting LSU's defense to be much better, and that's their problem. Their offense can like their offense can score 100 points a game, 
their defense can't stop stop the fart. I mean, nothing. Yeah. No, they did let Ole Miss, even Ole Miss's quarterback ran for, I think he gained, they left him wide open. They were doing that four-man fucking rush, three or four-man rush or some shit, and he picked up 15, 20 yards a couple of times up the mm-hmm. middle. Yeah. After, you know, nobody got open. <laughs> yeah, they're probably they're probably playing, you know, some kind of deep zone coverage, cover three, cover four, and and just, you know, leaving the middle and the underneath, letting them have the underneath stuff. They didn't want to get beat over the top. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss's defense ain't much better. They, they were just penalty ridden. They were doing all kinds of – there was some pass interference calls. There was – the one horse collar to me, so it was on the last drive. LSU's trying to come back after they went down. Is the last final play, final drive of the game. Mm-hmm. And L- and Ole Miss guy, he's running after him. And he just reaches out to grab the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just grabbed whatever. And when he pulled him down and I saw the flag come across, Initially, I was like, well, what the hell was that for? I'm like, he tackled him. And then the announcer immediately said, I think it was a horse collar. And I was like, I thought you could only horse collar from the back. I thought that was a, you know, when you yanked a guy backwards or whatever. But because he pulled him down forward, his front hand is the one that grabbed his collar and he pulled him straight down into the ground and his back hand was around him. I didn't so, think that was a horse collar either. That's new to but me. But I don't know if they called it because it was kind of from the side or, but he came down forward. You know, it's not like he jerked him back. He just pulled him down. He was running next to him. Yeah. So, See, but he got a horse is, collar. The officiating lately has been pretty bad. Uh, the Florida game, you had a guy on the Kentucky defense jump off sides. And so, the offensive lineman did what he's taught. He he moves, right? So right. It's like the defensive lineman, you know, forced him to move. Reacts, yeah. Yeah, they call false start on Florida. I'm like, hmm. since when is the defensive lineman jumping in the neutral zone, the offensive lineman reacts to that, how is that a false start? No, it should have been offsides. It should have been a free play, eh? Well, the, if the center was doing his job, he would have snapped it. Right. Yeah. Is but it? instead, it was a false start. Yeah. Which is it, it, either way, it shouldn't have been a false start. That was the wrong call. But that's just there was a bunch but, of bad calls in that game. But that wouldn't. I don't think any of those bad calls changes the outcome. Well, they had a couple. So LSU scored a touchdown that was very. Their last touchdown of the game was very controversial to me. There was no way he had possession of that ball with one foot in in the end zone when he came down. But they called it a touchdown. They even reviewed it and still called it a touchdown. I'm like, that's bullshit. He did not have possession. Even the announcers were saying, well, he didn't have that. That's not a touchdown. And then they called it a touchdown anyway. The horse collar, which I didn't think was a horse collar, was kind of bullshit. Um but the rest of it, the rest of the calls that went against Ole Miss, that was their own damn fault. There was a, some pass interference calls that were pretty bad where it was obvious they weren't going, you know, they didn't even have their eyes on the ball. But all in all, it was an exciting game. Even though I know you guys watch it for, 
you know, you want to see a good full out game. But to me, when they score a lot like that, I know the defense is sucking, but it's an exciting fucking game. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's fun to watch. These guys get these wide open plays. Uh, The Ole Miss's quarterback hit his receivers in stride, like two or three separate occasions where it was just beautiful to watch the guys wide open and catches it on the fly and hauls ass for a touchdown. It was just great. It's fun football to watch. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if Alabama wins this game this weekend, uh-huh. I mean, unless they just uh, mail in one of these last couple games, how LSU is still ranked is beyond me. Yeah, they've blown some. They've blown but, some yeah. bad ones. I think it's going to be Alabama out of the West. Yeah, they beat Texas A and M this weekend. They. Sh- they should represent the West. I just, I don't see Georgia losing. I just don't see them losing, man. Where are they playing this week? Um, Kentucky. Kentucky. They're playing Kentucky. Yeah, they got Kentucky. Then oh, Vanderbilt. Kentucky's on a high. Then the but... bye week. We ought to do a one year. Do a a live show from Jacksonville. Jackson for the Florida Georgia game. Yeah. Tailgate. Tailgate show. Yeah. How do we set that up? Hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> are we gonna do the rundown here? So you got Oklahoma, Texas. And we already, we already talked about that one, right? Oklahoma. Okay, so <clears throat> me and Smitty were talking about this a little bit earlier before right. you you press record. Oklahoma hasn't played a soul with a pulse. <laughs> Okay. Texas is battle tested, so I'm really curious about this. Uh, I'm with Smitty. I'd probably take Texas. In this yeah, I'm one, taking Texas. I, I would one. go with Texas on this run right here. But Oklahoma. So this is going to be Oklahoma's first game, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Texas defense don't look bad, so I, I think they can corral the Sooners. So Oklahoma has played Arkansas State. Uh, Southern Methodist University, Tulsa, Cincinnati, and Iowa State. And it looks like their average margin of victory is about 30 points. Texas, on the other hand, Rice, Alabama, Wyoming, Baylor, Kansas. Kansas isn't a bad team. They beat the shit out of them. The Lions only Texas by six and a half. That's because it's a rivalry game. It's the Red River shootout. So, Yeah. Marshall have a team this year? I will say this. I mean, the coach at Marshall has done a hell of a job with that team. They beat Notre Dame last year, if you if you remember. I do not recall, but I'm getting elderly. And, yeah. uh, NC State's going to be starting a redshirt freshman. They're moving to a – they uh, benched the uh, quarterback they had. Why? Oh, really? I guess he sucked. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, nothing uh... – uh, what was I going to say? Like, uh, not like bad or disciplinary. disciplinary. No, nothing disciplinary. That's what I was looking for. It's uh, just uh, you suck, sit down. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, ouch. That's rough. So okay. that's an unknown then. They have NC State favored. Yeah, I forget the kid's name, but he played at Pace Academy in Atlanta. The one that's starting. Wouldn't it be something if uh, Washington State and Washington played undefeated? At the end of the season in the Apple Cup, that would be. 
That's the name of their rivalry game, by the way. Just in case you Apple Cup? Yeah. yeah, North Carolina. Well, they're only favored by six and a half. Playing at home, too. That's yeah, where the yeah. six and a half probably comes from. Otherwise, it's probably a pick em. Yeah, well, it's still kind of a pick em, I guess. Over-under is 44 and a half. I don't know. I'm taking NC State. I'm going to pick NC State, but... Yeah, that's going to be a... that. <laughs> you think I'm going to regret it? <laughs> nah. I don't know. I'm I don't go. either. We'll take Marshall in that game. You're taking Marshall? Okay. Yeah, but if you look at my picks last week, they were not good, so... <laughs> oh, I looked. wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> Old John Cocktoast and pulled in the lead, brother. <laughs> I, I know. Where were we with football? We stopped at, uh, so we talked about Alabama. What about Washington State, UCLA? I'm rolling with Washington State until they prove me wrong. Yeah, I agree. You reckon TCU is going to show up to beat Iowa State? I don't know. Iowa State's yeah. pretty bad, man. <laughs> yeah, I think TCU is going to have a fine time with them. TCU has been very disappointing this year. They're not what they were last year, that's for sure. When what changed? Did they change coaching or did they lose everybody? Everybody graduated, man. Had a bunch of seniors. Yeah. Okay. TCU's one of them schools that you know had last year was all fourth and fifth year seniors. So they went on a run. You know, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do when you have that much returning yeah. returning uh talent. However, they were proven to be not very talented in the national title game. Yeah. Ooh, that was brutal. No, it was pretty ugly. But now they're left with, that's what sucks about, I guess, in college. I guess, is that where really where Saban went right? Is he always had somebody behind his class? There was always somebody coming. Depth. He yeah. Had he, depth. Had, he had just a lot of depth because he was a good recruiter. Mm-hmm. And TCU just has they're an example of you got nothing Nothing waiting in the wings when your your starters were freaking graduate. The parody is getting better. We talked about that in the prior episode, but it's uh, there's still only so much talent out there. But there is yeah. more parody. We saw a better death with Michigan last year, and it looks better. They still shit the bed. Yeah, I definitely think it should have been Michigan playing Georgia. I think it would have been a better game. Still think Georgia wins, but. Yeah, I, I I was hoping for that game, Georgia Michigan. Oh, that would have been a good game. To, I don't know why they didn't match them up. I would have I rather, yeah, I would have rather seen Georgia Michigan and then Ohio State TCU, and then because yeah. I think Ohio State Georgia would have been the better, the best of the national championship matchups. Yes, agreed. I mean, the semifinal was pretty much that's what it was. So, sorry, I saw a video here recently, and I thought you sent it to me, but apparently not. There was a coach talking about the transfer portal, telling these kids they really need to understand what that, how that system works, and all that. I can, and I can't find the damn video again. I wanted to share it with y'all to see what y'all thought about it because I didn't really understand what he was saying. Did but, anybody see the clip of Trent Dilfer blowing up on his assistants? No. So what about? Went, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the context was, um, but everybody was like opinionated about it. Of course, uh, 
So he just he, nothing that Nick Saban or Kirby Smart hasn't done. Nick Saban's good for a good rant. Will Muschamp. I mean, bro, talk about a hothead. Yeah. So, I mean, Trent Dilfer. I don't know what happened in the game, but all they would show is the clip of him uh, just berating several assistants on the sidelines. On the sidelines, yeah. And uh, just like everybody's like, "Oh, this is you know, you shouldn't do that. This is you know, that's him being he's soft." You know, whatever. I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I understand the time and place, but sometimes you just got to let it be known. The other thing that had come out, uh, it's been a thing a couple times, like coaches grabbing players by the face mask. And like, if you ain't never been grabbed by the face mask as a football player. You ain't played football. Then you ain't played football. But uh, yeah, I just I didn't know if y'all had seen that. I uh, I go find the video. It's probably on if you search Trent Dilfer on Twitter. It's probably probably on YouTube. Thing, first thing up, a bunch of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have an opinion on it because when I looked it up, every one of them I found they were all like going off on Trent Dilfer. He needs to learn how to coach in the FBS. Yeah, <clears throat> there was another video out there. Uh. Uh, did y'all see the Trevor Bauer thing that he put out? No. Trevor Bauer? Yeah. Search Trevor Bauer. On. Yeah, because you know he's he hasn't played in the major league since 2021. Oh, I thought we were talking about the quarterback. No, no, no. Baseball player. Pitcher for the Dodgers. What about him? Oh, you're talking about the guy with the uh, lawsuit? Uh, so, yeah, 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 I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's fucked up. Yeah, you can finally talk about it. What happened? She fucked up. She no, no, no. She, she framed him. Yeah, yeah, she framed him. And then her case. Uh, so the police never brought charges against him. And her case, her so she filed a civil lawsuit, and the judge pretty much threw it out because of like a bunch of different. He explains all of it. He did sue her. And then she countersued, and they settled that, and that's why he can talk now. Now, he didn't pay her any money. From the original? He, could, <clears throat> he was on Crowder. Yeah, this is, like, I don't know if it was from the original or what, but because um, with the the first case, he couldn't, there was something to do with that case where he couldn't get like all the discovery, all the evidence. Yeah, they, they suppressed some stuff. Yeah, like the video and the text. Um, but yeah, you you are correct. He he got railroaded, and he's been in Japan playing ball. Uh, and he's probably got a case against the Major League Baseball too. And he's probably got a good case of slander against most of the news outlets. Oh yeah, basically persecuted him yep. with no facts. S- Assumed he was guilty. Mm-hmm. Well, they did the same thing with Ozuna, but his the facts of that case just came out a lot faster. Because originally, I think he served a, a pretty long... He was suspended all of that year, the rest of that year, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall the case. I forget if that was the World Series year or not. I can't remember. I think it was. So how do we feel about it, Smitty? About... 
How do you feel about the playoffs? I feel better about it this year than I did before. They're, you saw they're having the live. They're doing live practice games and stuff like that to get ready this time. Yeah. Uh, they looked good and bad. They're, they filmed their batting practice, and uh, I guess it was an open practice. They were filming it. I mean, they looked pretty good. I'm feeling better about it than I did because they, because they already know what happened last year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I think we'll be all right. Uh, there's only a couple of teams that we really need to worry about. I think, but I, it, there's something about the Braves and losing to shitty teams <laughs> that worries me. Well, we could get the Phillies, who aren't a, who isn't a terrible team. We could draw them. Yeah. Um, I think somebody that was what they were saying. They were uh, most concerned about. Hey, y'all remember back in uh, in April when they said Tampa Bay could be the greatest team? I know, assembled? and yeah. they're fucking gone. People, Tampa Bay's the greatest. They're yeah. undefeated. Yeah, they looked, they, and to be honest, they looked great in the beginning of the season. They looked fantastic. I mean, they weren't a bad team. No. They just, uh, they just died off. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they won 99 games. Yeah. Uh, but the hype went away. Yeah. Please, if anybody has any questions or comments, hit us up at primecohesion at gmail.com or head to our Facebook page at, uh, Prime Cohesion on Facebook and uh, leave some comments. We'd appreciate it.